Because mm-hmm. once we graduate, none of that matters anyway. There aren't mm-hmm. cliques in the real world. That's not true. Unless you count, like, country clubs and cults and things. <laughs> and, like, all people. <laughs> and all people. Okay. And sorority groups and oh, friendships yeah. and, uh, like, vegans and... <laughs> I, I was just trying to think of, like, groups, groups of, of people. People, like, people who do CrossFit. <laughs> people who do CrossFit. People who are against people who do CrossFit. Um, I don't know. Literally anyone who's a fan of anything. Right. Uh, yeah. It, people who are into really one show versus another. Different teams. Different people who like different ships in the same TV show. <laughs> Everything's a click. Everything's a click. Welcome to Fine Pairings. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. And this is a podcast about fan fiction. And Claire has put a drink in front of me that looks curdled, but in theory is not. Yes. I'll explain it to you because then it'll tie into our fic. Great. What are we drinking? What's going on? So I have brought you a root beer rum cream, which is root beer, rum, and Bailey's Irish cream. Okay. And I decided to pair it with what I've brought you today is you told me to bring you some decom, some decom, some Disney original movie. And I scoured the inner, well, what was your journey? Like what was out there? So uh, so one, the whole premise of the drink is, I'm hoping it's going to taste like an uh, alcoholic root beer, root beer float. It looks like that. Which is going to like be sort of like the, we were drinking root beer floats when we were kids drink, watching Disney. Whatever. <laughs> My journey to find this fic was first I had to familiarize myself with what was considered a Disney original movie. Mm. And so I was mm-hmm. reminded of such classics as The Smart House. Oh, I love Smart uh, House. The 13th Year. Ooh, the one about the boy mermaid? Yeah, about the boy mermaid. Mm. Um, what a, what a uh, trailblazer. Right? Uh, Luck of the Irish. Oh, that one um, probably didn't age well. <laughs> nope. Um, and then there was like a lot of them that like I knew were Disney. Were these all ones that had fanfics? No, this just, was okay. just this was just the list. So then I was trying to like pick specific ones to then mm-hmm. go searching for on the internet. Right. So then I was like, ooh, I'm interested in Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Excellent. And, um... <laughs> The fix I found were weird. Like, <laughs> like the, zero gravity weird? Um, yeah, <laughs> like, sure. Like, uh, like futuristic dildos there, weird? There was one, uh, they were kind of, sorry to the Xenon fandom, the ones I read were, like, too weird to finish. So, like, first, <laughs> I read one that was tagged, so it was supposed to be Xenon and Protozoa, the, um, the famous... The haired band... Guy. Yeah, the famous adult music star mm, yes. are married in the future, and then so it's like their life together, okay. but then also it was tagged Conolingus, <laughs> and I was like, um, <laughs> and I started reading it, and mostly I was like, not feeling it, so I was like, I didn't really get to the Conolingus part, so I couldn't, and then I was also grappling with that I was like, if only the Conolingus part is good, do I feel comfortable reading <laughs> that on the <laughs> fic? I read a bunch of bad fan fiction only to read right. porn and right. then- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what I then landed on was Lizzie McGuire, which, love Lizzie McGuire. We have explored before, kind of. <laughs> so, right? I guess not Lizzie McGuire, Hilary Duff. And this fic is yes. called River in Egypt. Why? Written by, because the ri- because Denial ain't just a river in Egypt. Ah, Denial, okay. Um, as you will see, uh, the author is Neo Venus 22 this fic was written back in 2009. Yes. So this is a 
classic. This is an old fic. I wish we could exclusively read fics from before 2010. Right. Neo Venus 22 wrote River in Egypt, and it is a Lizzie McGuire fic that takes place after the Lizzie McGuire movie when they mm. go to Rome of and course. Lizzie McGuire becomes a, a pop star. Pop star. But not, yes, of course. Yes. And she kisses Gordo. And the fireworks happened. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember these mm-hmm. things now. Mm-hmm. And it just like made me laugh because it's so Lizzie McGuire. It reminds me so much of like, this is like the type of drama that is in a lot of fanfic, but like this was the whole show. That's also just the show. So it's not out of place. Mm-hmm. 2009. Lizzie McGuire was not playing anymore. I don't think. No, okay. I don't think so. Because that would have been our junior year of high school. Yep. Yep. So it was not playing anymore. Okay. Um, but I'm going to yeah. try this drink. I'm also intrigued. It's... I feel like I need to mix it. There's a lot of sediment. That's just <laughs> the Baileys. That's just the cream being weird. <laughs> I think it's fine. The texture was very surprising. Like, it has the texture of a root beer, but it, it, but it the taste didn't happen, and it just seemed very confusing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it tastes very different than it looks. And I think that's where my brain is getting confused. I don't dislike it, though. And in the picture I got off of the Pinterest, then it's supposed... Yeah, what is this supposed to look like? It is supposed to look like that. Okay, so... Where it's kind of, like, streaky. It's like the opposite of a root beer float, where the ice cream's on the bottom for some reason. First up, an ice cream float. The ice cream floats. Yes. As it should. My Baileys is both on the top and, and the bottom. The bottom. <laughs> So it's basically like a root beer float. It mostly tastes like root beer. The rum Mm -hmm. is really covered by the root beer Mm -hmm. taste. I don't know. I didn't have dark spice rum. Yeah, it doesn't taste... I mean, it does taste... It tastes like mostly Baileys. Yeah. It's a lot of alcohol. It... It's it's two ounces of... It's two ounces of rum. Cool. Six ounces of root beer. And then one to two ounces... I used one small thing of Baileys. Is there some actual root beer in this? Yeah, there's... It's mostly root beer. Oh, good. It's six... It's So it's way more root beer than rum. It's just when you put two ounces of rum in something, you're like... And you're like, "Uh uh-oh. That seems like a lot. (laughs) Yeah, but it's six ounces of root beer. So it's three times as much root beer. And then... But then it's got a layer of Baileys. You're supposed to put one to two ounces. I had like a tiny bottle of Baileys. Oh, yeah. And I split it between the two glasses. I had another one in case you need more Baileys. But um, um, but yeah, maybe I'll enjoy that when I'm watching a Disney Channel original movie later. As soon as you do, I want you to first tell me which one you watched. I'm going to try and tell you what I think the plot of that is. And then you can report back to me and tell me what the plot actually was. I'd be like, that's was. not it. Anyway, we're going to read River in Egypt. Lizzie McGuire. The summary is the first day at Ridgedale, at Hill Ridge High, um, and Lizzie realizes the truth. Ooh. Notes. Spoilers. Clueless. Dear Lizzie. Bye-bye, Hill Ridge Junior High. The Lizzie McGuire movie. Oh, these are episodes. <laughs> yep. Yep. I also was like, um, this is not a spoiler for me. I don't understand. I feel like I've watched these already, and I already forgot them. Chapter one. So here I was, back home, back in Cali. Boring little suburban Hill Ridge, California, where nothing exciting ever happens. Not like Rome, the eternal city, where everything that happens is exciting. <laughs> so you must be asking yourself, what the hell, Lizzie McGuire? In Rome, you had everything. Confidence, poise, a cute Italian pseudo-boyfriend, and a budding career as a pop superstar. Why'd you give it up? Call me crazy, but I just couldn't bring myself to leave boring little Hill Ridge. You're also 14. Right. So you don't have that right. choice. Right. Uh, This place is a sleepy stop-dead center in Dullesville, USA, but it's home. And I mean, I don't know any Italian. I know chow and pizza 
in a two-word vocabulary does not a jet setter make. <laughs> Plus, this is where my family is. It's where my friends are. And with the International Music Video Awards under my belt, I was sure to make an impression starting high school. Because mm -hmm. Lizzie mm -hmm. McGuire is a lot mm -hmm. more concerned about how it's going to impact her popularity. Fair, I understand. Okay, okay, river in Egypt, I know. I was really ready to live in Rome, throw away the boring high school lifestyle, and lap up every second of fame and fortune. I was this close to saying yes. There was just one tiny thing that was affecting my decision. Two things, really. I'm sitting there, parents in the next room, talking to this agent guy about signing a contract, staying in Rome with a recording deal, and these gorgeous, sensitive blue eyes just popped into my mind. Ew. And I couldn't pick up the pen. Not for the life of me. Am I crazy? Should I base my entire life around one person? One person that isn't me? I mean, Gordo is the best, best friend you could ask for. He's smart, he's funny, he's creative. He always goes along with my harebrained schemes, even when he knows they won't work, just to make me happy. I mean, who does that? Who freaking does that? I couldn't leave him behind. I thought about it. I thought long and hard about it. I thought about living in Rome, lifestyles of the rich and famous. I thought about life without Gordo. And the two things were one and the same. And suddenly, it wasn't all that appealing. She made a mistake. If you're rich and famous, you can fly Gordo out. Right, he can live there with you. Who right. cares? I mean, what would I do if I had a major life crisis? Figuring out time zone differences is way too complex for me, and while a marathon phone conversation is often the staple of our relationship, it's not the same if I can't finish it with, you know, why don't you just come over? Because that would entail long flights and all sorts of unnecessary hassles. Okay, so I went back to Hildridge with the rest of the tour group and did it for Gordo. Not for Matt. No way. Her younger brother. <laughs> no way. Not even for my parents or Miranda. Miranda. But for Gordo. And then the rest of chapter two is like um, Larry Trudrich, which is like the weird kid that we Larry talked Larry. about. She's like trying to open her locker and it's like a bunch of exposition that he's like, where he's like, why'd you come back? And she's like, get out of here, weirdo. And she ex doesn't explain. Yeah. She, she's like... <laughs> Because he, like, didn't go to Italy, and so she sort of, like, recaps. Uh, yeah. um, he, I don't remember his reason, he was, like, sick or something. He gives some weirdo reason where you're, like, classic to his character, you're like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> and she, like, and then she's, and he's like, oh, anything happened in Rome? And she's like, no, nothing. nothing. Anyway. Don't talk to me. Now we're into chapter two. First days, as I said, suck. Teachers make you fill out those boring little name, address, phone number, index cards, and they pass out their little detailed plans of everything they hope to accomplish this year down to the exact date, which never work out, because there will always be those days with substitutes, and those days where you end up discussing current events, and things like that. And this morning, I had had at least three teachers inform me, well, not me specifically, that this isn't middle school, it's preparation for the real world. Do you remember that? Going yes. to high school and you're like... I remember them doing that every year regardless. And right. And like, I'm in grad school now and I still feel like I'm not in the real world. I'm an adult and I don't feel like that either. <laughs> of course, everything is much more dramatic in high school. There are social hierarchies unlike anything you've ever seen. And midterms. Why, I ask myself on a daily basis, can't we all just be who we want to be and hang out with who we want to hang out with and not have it completely mar our social status? Politics. That's why, Lizzie. Because mm -hmm. once we graduate, none of that matters anyway. There aren't mm -hmm. cliques in the real world. That's not true. Unless you count, like, country clubs and cults and things. <laughs> and, like, all people. <laughs> and all people. This is, me. this is me starting to think more like Gordo, you see. 
Not that's a bad thing necessarily, because Gordo is completely and totally his own person. Thinking like Gordo, likewise, I've been thinking about Gordo all morning, pretty much. I haven't been sitting in the first row like I almost always do. Instead, I've been sitting behind him, staring moonily at his hair. God, I'm a sap. Otherwise, I'd... I'd be... <laughs> Overnight, I've become completely transfixed by how staggeringly awesome Gordo was. So... <laughs> I not to shade Gordo, but I disagree. I also well, especially like knowing how like cute and blonde Hillary Duff is. Yes. And how she's probably like 17 if we were like imagining this in real time, but like 14 or whatever. Right. And Gordo being like a like skinny, short, white, curly-haired boy. <laughs> Like, I remember that that was the dynamic, that, like, he was just his own person and he didn't care, and that was why she was like, oh my god, Gordo's, like, the aspirational yep. type <laughs> or something. Right. Uh, but it's just so funny. Anyway, it's just because she's in love with him that Obviously. everyone is always like that when you're Of there. course. So much so that it had turned me into a blithering idiot, only barely capable of coherent speech, and the sort of person who would just sit there for 45 minutes and gawk at the back of someone's head. By the time lunch rolled around, I was a mess. High school was draining me, and it was only the first day. Maybe it was because I'd only been half paying attention. <laughs> I would be listening to every word the teacher said, absorbing, you know? And, like, Gordo would reach up to scratch his arm or something, and I would freak out and lose track of everything. <laughs> what was wrong with me? I was acting like I... Oh, God. I was acting like I liked him. I could not have a crush on Gordo. I, I feel like we've had this conversation already in the movie and then maybe, like, the ending of the season. <laughs> Right. She's just really... River in Egypt. It's not... Denial. 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 She's been denialing all summer. Right? She kissed him. Wait. So, okay. Yep, yep, This yep, yep, seems yep. like a... I assumed maybe we would jump in at this point of like, oh my god, I kissed Gordo. I, I think really she, like him. And maybe she thought it was a joke. A friend kiss. A friend kiss. And <laughs> like last week when it was just two people kissing in a corner for practice. For practice. Fireworks went off, Claire. The cues were so romantic. I am confused by this train. Maybe people again river in Egypt. Fourteen year olds are confusing. I wouldn't They just that. don't understand. They're like, no, I just kissed him for politic reasons. For fun. Not for romantic because reasons, but also rom- my heart is stirring. <laughs> what does that mean? Nothing. It means Not nothing. a crush. Don't. That can't be possible. It's not. Just a little crush. That's not the lyrics. Sometimes I faint every time we touch. I'm sorry. Continue. He was Gordo. I mean, I had flipped out when I had found out that Gordo maybe had a crush on me last year. Because, you know, I didn't think of Gordo like that. I thought of him as Gordo, my best friend for ages. Not Gordo, potential boyfriend. So what was going on? Things hadn't changed in Rome that badly. I mean, we were still the same people. Kissed. Except we weren't the same people. We were different. Ugh. Because I had kissed him. There we go. It had been a thank you kiss, and he must have known uh-huh. that because I had never asked him. What does never... that mean, Lizzie? What? <laughs> it's a thank you kiss. <laughs> thank you for being a friend. <laughs> so, in her brain, I would have to assume, because I can't, maybe I'm forgetting, I can't remember her, like, first kiss episode, but I don't remember her getting her first, no, it was Aaron Carter. Was Aaron Carter? Because then they dated Great in real life. <laughs> Not, yes. Oh my god. 
So And then he also dated Lindsay Lohan and that's what tore Lindsay and uh, Hillary Duff apart. And that's why his, his uh, he early millennial timeline. <gasps> that's why he has a face tattoo. Because I forgot. Hillary we covered Duff. this in our we other episode. I wrote this fanfic. Go back and watch and listen to our uh It's a Carnival Life episode from last year. I forgot already because anyway, I wrote that in such a fever dream. Oh my god! So great episode, first of all. Um, great episode of Lizzie McGuire. But okay, so she's had her first kiss. I think that might be the only canonical kiss in Lizzie McGuire. Honestly, I can't remember. Maybe she also kissed Ethan Craft, but I can't imagine that that wasn't Gordo's first kiss. And I feel like she would know that right. because she's his best friend. You don't give a boy his first kiss as a cute little thank you. That no. would be rude. <sighs> Continuing on. Except, where was I? Uh, it had been a thank you kiss, and he must have known uh, that, because he never asked about it. Not that I would have known what to say if he had. That's fair. My brain was wrapping around this. I mean, Gordo was still Gordo, and I was still Lizzie. So why were things so different all of a sudden? Because you can't. <laughs> it changes everything. Because he, because he would give up everything for you, a nagging voice sang in my mind, and you've given up everything for him. Shut up, I muttered, just as he was putting his tray on the table. Excuse me? I looked up at him. He was blinking at me in confusion. Fantastic, McGuire. You're officially talking to the voices in your head, and your best friend thinks you're Looney Tunes. Which you are. I coughed, smiled nervously, and offered a feeble, Oh, nothing. He shook his head slightly and sat down across from me. And you say I'm weird. You are weird. You just, like, stare off into space for forever and sometimes you open your mouth to speak and you never actually say anything and when i ask you what's up you make up some excuse and run away was so middle school ah run away do you remember i remember you specifically were in this memory when a boy asked me to spring fling or homecoming or whatever we mixers Mixers, mixers mixer and i decided i didn't want to actually go with him but i didn't tell him that and then i hid like behind you under a desk and you just kind of like put your legs in front of me to pretend like I wasn't there and then you tied your shoe to be like ha 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 Grace is not here go away <laughs> yes also schoolers are so dumb it that totally, was such a bad choice it totally worked he I, must have knew he had, no I think he 100% was like Grace is hanging under that desk but like you're clearly no, trying to hide I got, I got away with it <laughs> I'm so that's where I learned my art of subtlety was it my imagination, or was he blushing? Yeah, well, I have a lot on my mind, he mumbled. You could clue me in sometime, I said, my voice laced with attitude. I didn't mean to sound too irritated, really. It was just more frustration with myself than him. You don't want to hear what I'm thinking half the time, he insisted. Sure I do. You're smart and interesting. He stared at me, contemplating what I'd said. I was floundering under his gaze and felt like a huge idiot. I get the feeling sometimes like he's trying to draw my energy out through those stares of his, impossibly forceful and deep. Sometimes I think you'd think I was out of my mind. I wanted to respond back lightly, something along the lines of, I thought you didn't care what people think, but I locked in on that intense moment with him and found myself blurting, Gordo, have you ever been in love? Oh my god. (laughs) What? Hashtag typical Lizzie McGuire. The worst thing to say. Okay, so maybe it wasn't subtle, and it definitely wasn't bright. Why had I said that? For one, I wasn't in love with him. I wasn't. It was just a silly crush from a silly high school girl, but I was on the edge of my seat mentally, waiting for his response. He blinked at me, and I thought for sure he was going to ask if I was feeling okay. I guess he realized the seriousness of my question, and understood that it wasn't some flippant thing, that I really respected our relationship, and wanted to talk about things like this. Yeah, he said, picking up his sandwich. I have. He bit into it. 
so you don't think we're too young to be falling in love? He's just admitting it that blatantly. Yep. Gordo. Wait, did that sound like I meant that we specifically are too young to be falling in love with each other? Yeah. I hadn't meant it like that. Please don't read into it. Please. Nope, he said around a mouthful of sandwich, then swallowed and shook his head. I think love doesn't have an age. Like, you're capable of loving your parents at a very young age, so why can't you also truly love another person? If the person is right, then you fall in love. There's no specific date to it. I nodded. Yeah. He was so damn insightful sometimes. I liked that. Gordo. He looked at me pointedly. And you? What? Oh, wait. He thought we were having a conversation. <laughs> we were having he a conversation. thought we were having a conversation. We were having a conversation, at least, until the point where my brain took a leave of absence and started focusing on my best friend. Yeah, I said slowly. I mean, well, I think that loving someone and being in love with someone are two different things. But I think that when you love someone, I mean, love them, then that's it. I frowned. The things I said, even my deep stuff, sounded ridiculous next to Gordo's little speeches. When I glanced at him, he was nodding like he agreed with me. That's what I'm saying. You said it a lot better than I did, I admitted. So, um, why did you ask? Oh, no. No, no, no. Don't ask me that. I can't tell you. Because I'm getting to think that, it, that as crazy as it is, maybe I am I am in love with Gordo. Where is Moren during all of this? Away. No. She is not in this fic, unfortunately. Miranda. And that's why... Lizzie They're is. allowed to talk to each other about these things. Right, because if Miranda uh, was here, she would be like, why? What are you guys talking about? This is weird. Right. I'm here. Hello. Right. <sighs> I I don't know, I said feebly. I picked up my pizza and took a bite, just to take the focus off myself. Lizzie, he said, staring at a sandwich like it held the secrets to the universe. Why did you come back with this? I mean, you could have stayed in Rome. They were offering, offering you your dream life, and you didn't take it. I stalled for time by chewing my pizza laboriously. <laughs> What was I supposed to say to that? I mean, not that I want you to stay in Rome. Well, I mean, I would, if that's meant that you were happy. But I'd miss you, you know? Like, you were handed your future on a silver platter, and you got a plane, and you got on the plane with the rest of us peons. Maybe that wasn't the future I saw for myself, I said slowly. I, I don't know. I thought about it. I really did, and something held me back. Can I ask what? The, um, the people. The people. Well, one person in particular. I was blushing despite myself and my eyes were absolutely glued to the table. And he must have known. He couldn't not have known. I was this close to bolting. My legs were burning with the desire to be used and used fast. The people, he repeated. Mm Mm-hmm. Any, um, person in particular? Was he really asking me that? I coughed. Um, well, maybe. I guess. I don't know. Oh. Well, it wasn't like... Ethan or whatever, if that's what you're thinking, I put in quickly. I chanced to glance at him and he looked away when he saw me looking. Well, um, good. I mean, Ethan's nothing special. No way, I agreed readily. And he looked at me then, confusion etched on his face. Are you kidding me? This from the girl who followed him around mindlessly for a year and a half? It wasn't that bad, I said, and we both knew it was. So you're over him? Yeah, yeah, I am, I answered honestly. Is that okay? I suddenly was desperate for his approval. Of course that's okay. Gordo got this look on his face for a second, like he had said too much or something. I mean, you know, you were... Well, you were right about Ethan, I said. So you should be happy. I'm always happy when I'm right. (laughs) So this must be a huge ball of smiles, I blurted. And he smiled, and he looked at me, and we both burst into laughter. It had come out of nowhere, and I think we were both trying to ease the tension. Ever since that day, we'd been altering between these comfortable moods to uh, total awkwardness. Mm -hmm. Like we weren't totally... Like we weren't really sure about each other. Which is weird, because I'm totally sure about Gordo. We sat there, just coming off of that mindless laughter high, 
smiling goofily at each other, and it happened. I leaned across the table, and I kissed him. <gasps> it was definitely Ew, not in the cafeteria? Yep. Nasty. Over her pizza. Mm. In front of his sandwich. <laughs> this was definitely- His sandwich that holds the secrets to the universe? Right? This was definitely not a thank you kiss, and we both knew it. Because he just, who knows when the, a thank you kiss- What a- I mean, I understand it, so I can't argue, but like, what a way to like close an awkward silence. Just to be like, ah. <laughs> I pulled back from him like I was diseased. Wait, I pulled back from him like he was diseased. Not the most subtle of reactions, but my entire body was burning. Partially from the excitement of having kissed the guy, but mostly of total embarrassment. <laughs> I pushed my tray away from me and left for my seat. But not I, the place I would have pushed. I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta go. I stammered, pushing my hair out of my face just to have it flop back. Whatever. Having it there hid my face, so it was good. I ran from the cafeteria. <laughs> I had yes. kissed, I had kissed Gordo. Gordo, kiss, kiss, Gordo. My brain was running in crazy circles, torn between wanting to enjoy the kiss and wanting to com commit Harry Carey from even considering it. Gordo, kiss, kiss, Gordo. I had kissed Gordo. <laughs> The idea of Hari Kari coming into Lizzie McGuire is very funny to me. Do you know right. what that is? Yes. Okay, just check it. Honor-based suicide for uh, samurai. With a sword! Right, just plunge it into your abdomen. Uh, I mean, very relevant for high school. But right. Uh, now we come to chapter three. Uh-huh. Uh, we are going to jump in at the end of it. What has okay. happened is so when she flees the cafeteria, As she, would. she runs into Ethan Craft. Ah! And Ethan... Yeah, and then uh, she basically explains to Ethan Craft that she has a crush on Gordo and Ethan is very supportive of it because Ethan was oblivious to her love for him so he's like and Gordo's things right and he's like well Gordo's great so go go for it and she's like what do you mean go for it I remember him being like a stupid guru yeah he like, was he gives good advice but he eats spaghetti sandwiches. Like, right. Like, anyway, so now we're in chapter three. Yes. Lizzie had a emotional conversation mm -hmm. with Ethan mm -hmm. where she's like, I'm going to go after Gordo and uh, confess my love to him. And it was stupid of me to run away because it was. Can't just kiss people. Also, you got a class to go to. Like, you right. You be running away from the cafeteria. Right. Exactly. Anyway. So um, then... So she like goes back to the cafeteria and she was like, if I was Gordo and I was just kissed by my crazy friend, what would I do? And she was like, step one, I'd throw away my garbage. Step two, I mm -hmm. would like, and in the end, she was like, he's going to be in the library. And now she's in the library. All right. My instincts had been right. There he was, sitting at a back table next to a huge picture window. There was a book open in front of him, but he wasn't looking at it. Gordo! I called to him, not caring who I was disturbing because I was pretty sure it was just us in here. Abrupt. He looked up, and I was too far away to read his eyes. He wasn't making any moves to get away from me, though. That was a good sign. <clears throat> Lizzie, I... He said, getting up, but I didn't listen to him. I closed the distance between us, grabbed his face, and pulled it to mine for a kiss. What the fuck? <laughs> Have you ever felt the world stop? Try kissing your soulmate. Because I'm pretty sure that's what Gordo and I are. Oh my god. Soulmates. This is so much. Right? Classic Lizzie McGuire. Uh, in that whole lovey-dovey sense, I don't know, but I just get this feeling that we're always supposed to be together, whether it's as friends or otherwise. It was like the universe stopped. I know I'm relatively new to the whole kissing thing, but not so new that I didn't know it was good. I honestly don't know how long my, ki my lips were on his, but it was long enough for him to kiss me back. He was kissing me back! This time, when I pulled away from him, I didn't run. It was, it was pretty. That was, <laughs> was a good step up. I was still pretty embarrassed, but I met his eyes. A little daily humiliation was nothing new to me, and at this point, who really cared? My entire future rested in the balance of what happened next. I'm sorry, I said. I'm sorry, I never realized before. A smile was playing at the corner of his lips, almost smug. 
Didn't realize what, he asked, an undertone of amusement in his voice. So he knew, well, fantastic. Does everyone know everything about my life before I do? <laughs> that hardly seems fair. It wasn't the time to dwell on that. And I answered, how I felt about you. The amused slash smug look grew more intense, like he was holding back laughter. And how do you feel about me? Hey. Well, well, duh, you moron. Like you couldn't tell everything from that last kiss. I like you, Gordo. I realized too late that this is what I always said. Because I did like Gordo. But I also like-liked Gordo. And that was what I had come here to tell him. But still, I was annoyed that he wouldn't just own up to his own feelings about me. I glared at him. How do you feel about me? I countered. He blushed. He actually blushed. It was so cute. I couldn't let myself get all gushy again, because then I would lose my position of power. Um, he said, um, well. <laughs> Spit it out, Gordo. Olive Lucy's. He said, <laughs> Olive and Ulysses like S. Ulysses Grant. S. Grant. Hashtag not Hamilton, but Civil War. Olive and U- Ulysses, he said, staring at his shoes. At least that's what I think he said. It was all just those big rush of words. At least when I talk fast, it's coherent. I laughed. I narrowed my eyes at him. At, at a speed that humans can understand? Gordo sighed, met my eyes, and repeated, I love you, Lizzie. I love you, Lizzie. What a thing to have to deal with on your first day of high school. Gordo sighed, met my eyes, and repeated, I love you, Lizzie. I take it all back. That was when the world stopped turning. It, I felt hot. I felt cold. I felt oh, yeah. faint. I felt all sorts of things that I can't even begin to describe. Gordo loved me. Me, Lizzie McGuire. David Gordon loved Lizzie McGuire. His name is David Gordon. Right? I couldn't get that out of my head. I didn't want to get it out of my head. I don't know how long my brain repeated that phrase in my mind, but it must have been for too long because Gordo's face fell and I realized I hadn't said anything. The hope in his eyes had been extinguished and I was just staring blankly at him. Never mind, he muttered, bowing his head again, then reached for his backpack. I'm out of here. He brushed past me and that's when my brain finally jumped into gear. I love you too! I was behind, he was behind me now and we turned to face each other at the same time. You mean that? I put my hands on my hips and rolled my eyes. David Gordon, have I ever said anything I didn't mean? Gordon stared at me, nonplussed. I can think of about a million times, he said, deadpanned. I bit my lip, holding back laughter. My boyfriend, the comedian. That has not been established, ma'am. Right? You just love each other. Hold up. Boyfriend? Were we? No. No. That's something that needs that's a, a difficult conversation that's, at the very least. Right? That's a different conversation. That is about labels, and that's oh, a weird conversation to have. That's very funny. Whatever. But I did mean that. Oh, um, cool. He said, bowing his head as if to hide the <laughs> fact he was grinning like it was Christmas morning. Okay, I know he's Jewish. Work with me here. <laughs> Gordo, I said nervously. Um, are we? He shrugged, looking up for a fraction of a second. I don't know. I guess we are. Do you want to be? Yeah, I guess I do. This is a legitimately high school conversation. Right. Do you want to be like, you know, the, mm, uh, yeah? Are we? Are yes. We? Yes? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Done. No use of words <laughs> or like questions. If I don't say the label, you can't say. If I don't really address it, you can't say no. Right? You can't reject me. You can't reject me if I don't actually ask for what I want. And then I can get mad at you for ambiguous reasons later. When I'll be like, when later I'm like, wait, I, you said you were my boyfriend. I'll be like, no, I said I would be your second in a duel. That's what I assumed we were talking about. When I thought we were talking about something else. 
Okay. I thought I was your emergency contact. <laughs> I thought I was your emergency contact. I'd be like, well, you are, but also you're my boyfriend, right? I'd be like, uh, we never talked about that. No, I'm only your emergency contact. You were Aaron Carter's boyfriend until now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then we are. We smiled at each other, but it was a flash of smiles. Tentative, confused. I laughed at the absurdity of it all. He had cocked an eyebrow at me, easily segueing it back into Lizzie and Gordo, best friends forever mode. What's that all about? Look at us, I said, giggling. We've known each other our entire lives, and we don't know what to say. It's so pathetic. <laughs> totally pathetic, he agreed. But, you know, I said slowly, when I'm around you, the silence isn't, you know, bad. It's more comfortable. You're talking a lot for someone who's comfortable with silence. You know. Ah, <laughs> uh, he smiled at that. Yeah, I know what you mean. I took his hand, and I swear, the tingle running through my body must have been what it what was like to get electrocuted only about a hundred times stronger oh she fell she fainted (laughs) she fell down (laughs) we were grinning at each other goofily but it was all good me and gordo cool (laughs) and that's the end (laughs) isn't that the most lizzie mcguire it truly is and it's also so like early high school it's so early high school it's a time capsule it is truly uh, that was very fun. That was a good time. <laughs> Despite all my many questions. <laughs> it really brings you back to the feeling. I really of... didn't need to be back in 8th grade, but I feel like I went there. <laughs> I never thought I wanted to go back. I still I don't. don't. But, um... but it's like humbling to remember that that's a place that we were at one point and that we can still remember what being there was like. <laughs> And I didn't like it. And we can, I didn't have a good time. We can all just say it was the worst. And I'm happy. This is the one of those times where you're like, man, age really is a gift. Because I'm glad <laughs> to be God, out of I'm that. in my 20s. And I'm not 13 anymore. I've never been so happy to be 13 going on uh, 30, you know? All right. That was very fun. I had a good time going back to the past. And remembering all the things that I kept in my brain about Lizzie McGuire, apparently. I didn't know there was that much knowledge in there, but it was a lot. You need a request for next week. I do need a request for next week. So we kicked off of our we kicked off our podcast with After. Uh-huh. Because After the movie was being released, and I explained to you how it was based in fanfic, and that... And then I read the whole thing. And then that exploded our interest in fanfic. Yes. And, or our mutual interest in drinking in fanfics. Um, so... One of the current topics right now is Hamilton was just released, and mm-hmm. I keep seeing everything in TikTok, and then also like all over Tumblr and the internet, different things about how I've apparently missed a lot of weird uh, Hamilton fic. Okay. So I want you to, I want you to find me a weird Hamilton. Fic. I have recently, because I forgot that Ao3 has non like TV and movie subsections. Yeah, and there's a whole like theater subsection weird yeah i haven't and i immediately went to heather's because that's the one i'm most interested right now (laughs) nice (laughs) but yeah it's like yeah just like for different it's mostly musicals i love it i would say because like that's what's popular with the teams i am intrigued so okay i will see what's going on with hamilton in that section probably of ao3 specifically find me something good great and until then um let's remind everyone to Rate us on on iTunes. Mostly Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. But yeah, we're all going to call it iTunes. You can find us on Spotify and Stitcher. Mm-hmm. You can also email us at finepairingpodcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com where you can submit 
ideas of fics you would like us to read. If it's a longer fic, find us something shorter and send us a synopsis and like the perfect chapter you want us to read. Um, If you give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then send us a screenshot of your uh, written review to findpairingspodcast at gmail.com, then you can request us to write a 500-word fic for you that we will read on the podcast. And you can also follow us on Instagram and famously TikTok. TikTok. The talk. Where we are the most successful. Where apparently that's where people find us the most delightful. Apparently. So. All right. Uh, that's it. So I'll, we'll get you some good Hamilton stuff next week for our one year anniversary. Thank you for listening. And this is Grace. I'm Claire. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>